0: Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the anime called One Piece. It's back. Uh, what's... Oh, fuck. I already forgot the thing I <laughs> was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say, it's a brand new episode. Start me up. That's the opening song. Yeah. Um, my name's Joe. I'm joined as always by Jory. Fuck is up, Jory.
1: Hi. It's... Watch more One Piece, and it's... Things are getting good. Mm-hmm. It's... This, this whole... This whole arc... At least the few episodes we watched was fuck expo- exposition. Yeah, it <laughs> just <laughs> things just started moving immediately. Yeah, and because I I don't want to keep mentioning it because it's at the start of each episode, it is so helpful. Even if you're watching two three episodes in a row, that at the beginning and like throughout the episode, they will show you on a map where everyone is on an island on the island. Yeah, I I love the the map thing that one piece does <laughs> i
0: think it started in alabasta which was also enough going on to justify it yeah so i'm i'm glad every time that happens it's very good um and yeah cuz one piece is made to be kept track of week to week and jesus christ <laughs> a lot a lot of movement especially when like luffy always gets lost and zoro gets lost and yeah um sometimes they just don't tell you where San- sanji is
1: but... <laughs> well, Sanji doesn't tell anyone where he is, so it fits yeah. the mm-hmm. viewer as part of the crew.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's... that's that's the plot of that VR game that came out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're uh, we're getting a uh, it's a it's a nice season to be watching One Piece because it's getting colder. So mm. it's it's just, I feel the warmth of my pirate pals as I'm sitting yeah. on the couch watching as it's negative fifty out. <laughs> Uh, man, I I don't remember when,
0: I think it might have been this time last year when we finished Skypea? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yep. I don't, okay. Because I remember that was when we got to Okiji, and I was like, yeah, that's, this is the time for that. (laughs) God, it feels, it feels at least a year ago, regardless of how long it's actually been. (laughs) Time this year has been fucked. Anyways, um, the first episode, we're doing 264 through 274? Yeah. Yeah, so this first episode, I didn't even realize it when I uh, picked where we were stopping and starting. Uh, it starts off with a new opening, um, and one, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, it does a lot of animating stuff like from the manga panels that isn't actually... It's just like, I'm going to draw some shit to flex, because yeah. manga's good.
1: That's, that's what's nice about this opening, is with the last one... The opening sequence was just uh, spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this one is just like shots of different stuff.
0: Yeah, there is some stuff in this that I I'm hard pressed to draw the line between spoilers and just like teasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, people read the manga, so I think it's like half like, <laughs> oh, what is this, and half like the mo- people who read the manga being like, oh, I can see this finally. Yeah, um, it- I am curious. I am curious what you thought about your your first, like, thought of what the thing that Luffy's doing in the opening is. Obviously, you know, because we got there, but... <laughs>
1: I... I think I just thought it was, like, I, I have something inter- something to say about, like, w- the thought that was going through my brain when that stuff popped up, but listen later to find out. And, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I didn't... I, I thought it was just, like... Him getting hit with, like, a fire blast Or something like that, like
0: Oh, so you just thought it was, like, actual steam coming off From, like, another attack
1: Yeah, cause that's, like, that's They don't give any other context, they didn't show his legs Doing, like, the weird weight thing, or, like I think they do show his legs, but it's so quick Yeah In the opening
0: Um, and then they, yeah, so they show that Which we'll get to, I don't know, in, like, an hour <laughs> At least, <laughs> probably Based on how these episodes usually go And, uh they, they sort of tease, like, what who some of the people are going to be fighting, basically. Yeah. Um, which will be coming next time, because we don't get that far. But yeah, there's a lot. In this lobby is a lot. And you we, we start off with this first episode, 264, with Sanji and Soga King back with the Frankie family. And uh, the Frankie family learning that Frankie sacrificed himself. Uh, to save Robin for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess he's just a good guy.
1: Yeah. Fr- Frankie's a good guy, but he's, uh, he's a little goofy. hmm. Like, yeah. he fits in perfectly with the Straw Hats. I hope he stays friends with them. <laughs> that would be nice. I mean,
0: I think they have a good chemistry <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, I do find the choice of word sacrifice weird, but they do use it because they know that he's still alive. <laughs> Um, and they immediately are like, well, let's go save him too. We have even more motivation, even though I think it's the same motivation. Cause he was captured in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> Tanji accomplished nothing. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, he does, uh, in a minute explain to Luffy and, um, the, the rest of the crew, like, Hey, like I could have got away maybe with Robin but she resisted because she's very scared of what this buster call can do. So just like more, more, uh, I was going to say seasoning. I don't know what I mean by that, but more just like a bit more of thinking about what buster call is. And we still haven't gotten the full context for her trauma.
1: I think with the explanation of it, it's, it's fully justified. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, we we will get that backstory, but like even just Bluno, Bruno saying an Eileen ceased to exist and she survived it is like
2: oh okay <laughs> yeah
0: got it got it we shouldn't let them revive this thing yeah but they're but they're gonna um or they want to they also point out I was wrong the last time we talked uh the because I, I thought that the shift from night to day was because of the storm but it. Actually, they reveal that Inuslaby is just a day island. It's always day there. I missed that. Then it's it's a throwaway thing, and it's a pretty arbitrary concept. And I think that's probably why I just assumed, oh yeah, they got out of the storm, and it's uh not actually nighttime. But no, it's a day island, and it's always day at Inuslaby. That's, that's weird.
1: That's kind of terrifying. Like you get captured as a pirate and then you go to get sentenced and be I my my brain just imagines they put you in a room with a window so you just never get to sleep. Yeah, like either
0: that or like you have no idea how much time has passed or is That's passing.
1: Definitely what it is.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, it's there's there's a lot of implications outside of just like oh, it's always day.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, god. So that it's it's a very throwaway thing when Sanji first sees Luffy again. Luffy also sees Soga King as like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited to to get to
1: that meeting in a minute. Oh, I, um,
0: I love it. It's I, a, it's a such a
1: good scene. <laughs> I was listening to I listened to the Soga King song like ten times before mm-hmm. we recorded today. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the island of snipers is in your heart, Jory. <laughs> Before we get to that scene, though, we do see uh, Spandam meeting with Ugh. the uh, fucking Spandam um, with the rest of CP9 um, I, that we have not met.
1: I, I don't like these uh, other members of CP9. <laughs> fair. Totally fair. The, um, the the guy who's like a kabuki theater, like... Kumadori. Yeah, his like entire existence is just being kabuki theater. He's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's Fukuro who's the
0: Yeah, the giant, mouth.
1: Giant fish child with a zipper mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then Jabra's just a guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jabra is kinda like the closest thing to a straight man in like like then in, in, in this dynamic and it leads him to be like the only one of these three characters that end up remotely interesting. Or like flushed out, yeah. um, but so much of his existence is being tormented by these other two characters, <laughs> and it's worth remembering that like the rest of CP9 have been gone for five years, so it's just
1: these three idiots stuck together, <laughs> doing whatever it is they do. So has but yeah, it, have they been like Spandam has just been in any lobby for the last like five years? Are we too assuming? He probably does other things because the
0: the the 5 year stakeout was like probably pretty hands off i imagine they probably reported the Spandam a couple times and i imagine he maybe has other responsibilities being overseeing in his lobby but i don't know hmm. um as far as cp9 is concerned i have no idea what these three assassins were assigned to do uh kumadori introduces this bit where he goes to commit ritualistic suicide to like rega- regain honor for something but he also just does iron body when he does it and he's like ah i cannot die um which is only it's funnier the second time and I'll explain why when we get to it um and yeah fukuro is just there um i realized today watching these that oh the zipper mouth is a gag on how he tells people things that he shouldn't, I get it now Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when I got really deep into One Piece Before I realized he has a, Usopp has a long nose because he lies <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, that's, that scene is very much just a brief introduction um, And another introduction I'd like to talk about Is Luffy and Chopper being really <laughs> fucking impressed by Soga King
1: <laughs> Yeah Because <laughs> they buy it 100% yeah, they don't. They have no idea that mm-hmm. it's well. It's not Usopp. But, it's not. But they they're like so impressed by it. Luffy's like, I knew he was a superhero because he has a cape. Mm-hmm. And then Chopper's like, Oh, really? That's everyone with capes are superheroes. And then Luffy makes some joke about like caped orangutans, baboons, cape baboons. Ooh, what? I don't. My what subs are you watching? We always uh,
0: have this such different experiences. Mine was Cape Buffalo.
1: Maybe it was Cape Buffalo. I, I may. I th- I thought it was like a. Mo- I thought he was make- referencing like a monkey or something like that. But maybe I'll huh. we'll have to go to rewatch the Hulu subs. And because Baboom is close to Buffalo, so maybe my brain mm. like confused it. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's very good. He just makes like a quick joke, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a joke because he's Luffy.
0: <laughs> yeah. He probably, maybe he's never seen a Cape Buffalo, and he just <laughs> assumes that they have capes. Yeah.
1: And, well, everyone else who's on the ship is like, oh, it's Usopp. Hey, I'm glad Usopp's okay. That's the weird yeah. long-nosed guy that Frankie kidnapped.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, everyone's just like, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> they just have a mask on now. And, like, meanwhile, in the background, Luffy and, and Chopper, like, Chopper asks for an autograph. <laughs> yeah. And uh, is like, where is the Island of Snipers? And he's like... It's it's funny because like the theme song starts playing, but it's like there's no music, so it's just Usopp singing it. But also he is answering the question. It's just so it's just like uh, it's a lot. But he's, yeah, he's like slowly singing. He's like the island is in your heart, and Chopper's like my heart. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Chopper's normal voice actor is back. Also, hmm. I don't know when that happened, but uh, I think it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it before that uh, she was on maternity leave, and she's back in this episode, maybe yeah. sooner. Um, um. So yeah, this is where Sanji explains the Buster Call stuff with Robin that I mentioned earlier, and uh, Luffy, of course, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and he mentions as he's like leaving the room, he mentions that he has a new technique he wants to try.
2: I'm um, uh,
1: the. I mean, I'll I'll just bring it up now. How- where did he get time to do this? That, <laughs> that I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. They've been, like, <laughs> on the move since they met uh, Aokiji,
0: yeah.
2: so... <laughs> yeah,
0: when... I, that's the thing. I don't know the time that it took to get from the Okiji Island to Water 7. Yeah. That is the only gap I can think of. <laughs> uh, and even that's, like... I don't know. It's a bit of a jump... And he ends up being so much stronger, just like between what was happening in Water Seven and now, and I, that might just be pure, like, adrenaline and motivation. But yeah. I don't know. That that we'll get to that fight later, because yeah. um, Luffy Luffy fights some people in this episode. In uh, in today's episode of We Are, uh, also Paulie Rope Dad, my boy. He shares a rough sketch of uh in his lobby that he has because he's been there before he's like oh i can roughly sketch it out from memory i guess and it sort of fades into the the map that we'll be seeing every episode to remind us where people are and uh they break down this plan to charge in like oh we'll go first and open this gate and then we can like uh go through it with the rocket man to save time and yada 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 nothing that is planned matters cuz none of it happens uh nothing goes the way it's planned whatsoever and that starts with Luffy just launching himself into in your lobby before anyone else even notices which is unsurprising cuz <laughs> yep. it's Luffy
1: he he just, he just wants to go kick someone's ass he wanted he to, sure do it to crocodile do. <laughs> he wanted to do it <laughs> to Enel now mm-hmm. he needs to do it to everyone on this island
0: yeah no it's it's uh he, he's like, oh, this person wronged my friend or even just someone that I kind of like. I am going to beat the shit out of them. And uh, he does. It's a good motivation. Yeah. Um, the, the scene of Luffy just, like, bouncing in is very good. Uh, <laughs> and, like, launching himself over the gate and he just starts beating people up and they're like, hey, someone got in. And he's like, the, the guard who's getting this information is like, hey, don't you know, like... Where this is like, don't you should probably just turn back and <laughs> and not do what you're doing. And then the guy on the on the transponder snail is like, I think that was Straw Hat Luffy. And the and the other guy's like, Oh fuck, because <laughs> <laughs> at this point he has like I think a hundred million. Yeah. Bounty. He- that sounds high, but I also know it gets higher. So <laughs> the next episode, my first note. Is is it still called an opening if it's seven minutes in?
1: Yeah, that's that's the, that's, <laughs> that's 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 how like each episode is, and the problem with it is like, if you're watching like three four episodes in a row, you can't just skip through the recap and then the song because there's usually like two, four or five seconds of something new. Yeah. Within the recaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the recap (laughs) will fade into
0: like the next thing before the opening. um, Which is, I really like. I really appreciate that method of doing a cold open recap. However, seven minutes is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of time to get recapped. And especially, like, I don't feel like a ton happened in the episode it's recapping. Not really. Oh, yeah, this is where I start referring to CP9 moving as Loochie Gang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> so my notes uh, just say that Luchigang Gang doesn't stop moving because um, they, they're they still moving with Robin and Frankie on the main island to the tower thing. I don't remember if it has a real name.
1: Probably does. Isn't it like a Tower of Law? That like Tower right. of justice, something like that. Justice. Tower of
0: uh terror.
1: <laughs> Probably. <Oof>. Uh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Luffy shows off his new technique, also, which is turning into a robot.
1: <laughs> that's I, I love uh, that's it's a good move because it's, it's not really a move. a move. It's just him wrapping himself around someone and be like, haha. <laughs> you can't uh-huh. you can't hurt me because you'll hurt him. Yeah, and then the
0: it's exactly what happens, anyway. Because uh, he, he, there's so much combat in these episodes that is like, what kind of, what what is there to say about a fight? Nine like with a lot of times with One Piece, um, and that's another. That's what this one is like. He turns into the robot, and that's cool. And then he beats the rest of the people up and gets <laughs> onto the main island. Yeah. Um. Over the, over the second gate. now. so much fighting. Um, And then we cut back to the first gate with the original plan of the Frankie family coming on first. And Kiwi and Mizu? Mozu? Mozu. Mozu. They unlock the gates and the really big boys that I realized today are called Herculean Destroyers that rank in the Frankie family. There's three of them, three big boys that open this gate. and. Well, some giants show up
1: <laughs> Yeah, this is one things. It, it's, it's weird how like Size is, is nebulous For the most part in One Piece <laughs> Uh huh <laughs> We've talked about Whitebeard, he's just big <laughs> Yeah I mean, I, I doubt it's You would have said something but I'm sure if they just revealed, oh he's one of those giants But he's just He's, just, he's big. just big And then like these big boys that are part of the Frankie family they're pretty, they're, like, giant compared to regular people, and then there's mm-hmm. literal giants.
0: <laughs> literal giants are so big. Because, like, literal giants are still, like, much, much bigger than Whitebeard.
2: Yeah. Whitebeard's just big.
0: <laughs> and I, it's so much of One Piece almost, like, I almost wonder if it just comes from getting so jacked that your body has to extend to get, to fit more muscles. <laughs> Because sometimes it feels that way, <laughs>
1: but I don't know. I don't know, dog. It's wild. I mean, uh, Zoro like casually does swings with weights that look bigger than Whitebeard did. So <laughs> yeah, he's he's so strong,
0: but he stays like like skinny buff, you know. And then yeah. like Sanji, Sanji does has no visible muscles as far as I know. Um, I think maybe time skip he might, but I. I you rarely see him shirtless. Yeah, he he's always very covered. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's it. I think Chopper gets buffed sometimes when he turns into a Jojo deer. But yeah. Luffy does get, like, a four-pack at one point, I think, in the time skip. <laughs> but, like, even that feels like Luffy shouldn't, Luffy shouldn't have any visible muscles. Yeah. Because he should just be stretchy. Anyway, so these giants, these actual literal giants, I think I... St- we skipped over, or I skipped over, someone mentioning, like, I think it was Spandem, like, where are these two characters that should be guarding the gates? And they say, it's the middle of the night, they're probably asleep. <laughs> the middle of the day night. Yeah. Uh, and those names that they mention are Kashi and Oimo, and uh, they get attached to faces when they show up as the giants that
1: were aforementioned. So that sucks for for the Frankie family. Yeah. That's just putting their stuff at a dead end, really.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, Also, Luffy is on the main island, and he is surrounded by, like,
1: 10,000 fucking guys. There's... It's... The structure of Eddie's Lobby before everything else is like a regular city. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder, like...
0: Yeah, there's these two giant gates with, like, the one place the sea train can dock, and then there's this long, narrow path between the two gates, and then there's just a, a city, I guess. A town.
1: Yeah. And it's just marines, so do they, mm-hmm. like, are they just constantly on duty on this massive judicial island? I mean, they gotta live somewhere.
0: <laughs> like, cause they gotta have, like, a certain amount of staff for bringing criminals here, I would imagine, right? Yeah. So I guess it's cool that they just have, like, real houses, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It is It is a bit, like, I do kind of sometimes forget where we are. Um, the architecture is, like, there isn't a lot of it that we see in that town, but it is, like, it does feel right in line with what Water 7 was. So yeah. Like, like, the connection of Water 7 to Inus Lobby just works really well on, like, a setting sense. Like, Inus Lobby also has a shit ton of fucking water. So, I don't know, there's a lot of blues front to back in the whole arc of, of narrative. Anyways, yes, that's that episode
1: Yeah <laughs> There's a lot of just like Fight Movement and and not specific fighting It's just murdering uh, <laughs> Weak mm-hmm. marines It's
0: very It's very Pirate Warriors Yeah is what it is. <laughs> It's a good game The The Inus Lobby level is structured very Bizarrely Which, I mean, what can you do? With, the sh- with how Enya's Lobby looks.
1: Yeah. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't get past the uh, Skypea level last time I was playing, so I was getting mad. <laughs> um, the
0: Skypea level is weird because you have to, like, use Wiper to, like, take down some gates or whatever, and it's, like, the only time you use that type of interaction with the side character.
1: Yeah, and also the game doesn't let you play as Wiper. Yeah, no, that's so dumb.
0: That you don't <laughs> get to play as Wiper in that game. <laughs> You to play as, like, so many characters like don't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah. But not Wiper. Anyways, this next episode starts with Sodom and Gomorrah being big enough dudes to fight the Giants. And, yeah. uh, that being said, they don't really do the bulk of it because they do this, like, super sick strategy team-up thing to take them down. Uh, now that the rest of the Frankie family has moved from Gate 1 to Gate 2. Um Kiwi and Mozu cut his like shoe off, which is weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe he'll like step on a like a big old rock <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> well what
0: what happens is he like slips or whatever, which is okay, it kind of just happens <laughs> so quick that I'm like, that tracks, I guess yeah um but then that happens, so they cut his shoe off to reveal his naked foot and uh, this is Kashi that they're doing this to, the one with long hair. And so he starts to fall. I don't remember who... Oh, yeah, Polly, like, puts ropes in his hair to pull him down. And I don't remember the leader of the Frankie family's name, or if he's been named. He probably has. But he shoots him in the face with a fucking rocket launcher. And then the other Galilag guys, Tilestone, Stone, like, nail his hair with the ropes down. And it's like yeah. this reference to Gulliver's Travel's Isle yeah. of Lilliput, which is good. Um, and then Oimo swings at them and they jump off of Kashi. So he hits Kashi in the face. Yeah, I guess he's just dead now and he's very <laughs> mad. <laughs> but I do enjoy watching that scene.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, it's very like nice visual scenes, but mm-hmm. we're not getting <laughs> anything. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's just like, all right. This
0: fight was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they do that. Uh my next note says Spandam is a goddamn fool idiot bastard bitch. Fuck Spandam. <laughs> Which <laughs> I don't even remember that's the only like, the only note I have for this scene, so I don't really remember why I wrote it.
2: <laughs> so the I
1: don't it makes me wonder how I think the only reason I could I could understand how Spandem is in a high position of power is because he's some sneaky asshole, it's, shitty um, bastard fucker?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, what's the word for it? Um, I don't remember the word for it. You probably know it. Uh, But I'm pretty sure it's because his dad was also higher up. Oh, nepotism. That's it. That's the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> The worst possible reason he could be yeah. in that position. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure his dad was higher up, but I'm... Mm. Go ahead.
1: He's just like a a dumb shitty bastard asshole that no mm-hmm. one should ever and will ever love. And <laughs> they call they call him up on the phone like, hey, sir, we're getting destroyed out here. Like hundreds of men are being defeated by Straw Hat Luffy. He's like, What? That can't be right. You mean five, yeah? And then he's about to say we're at, like, 500 or 5,000 casualties. But he gets hit in the face by Luffy before he can say it. it's He's like, okay, yeah, you were just exaggerating. It's only five. And then leaves the uh, transponder snail off the receiver, which is mm-hmm. a a good thing to remember. What Was it a little bit later in the episode or, like, right after where um, we find out that uh, there's power levels? In the world of One Piece.
0: That is uh right around the corner, yeah. Um I did look it up. Spandam's dad is also very important. I won't say anything else about it, but I was right. <laughs> that uh okay. that is his his connection to the the ranking he has in the Marines is um pretty I would say pretty connected to, to oh, okay. that. So uh fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> As a wrestling expert, Yes. <laughs> his his appearance with this face mask is a reference to a wrestler.
1: Does that wrestler also suck? He's... Here's the thing, and I just got chills, because... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the wrestler that has that same mask... I imagine there's some, like, weird history with, like, ancient times with it. But the wrestler, based mm. up, the wrestler that has that mask, his name is Mankind, he... The man behind it, Mick Foley, like, for his entire life, he just loved, like, entertaining people. And for the longest time, he did. He never thought he was good enough. And he would just, hmm. like, destroy his body doing the craziest, awful shit to your body you can do in wrestling with, like, thumbtacks and stuff. If you've ever seen, like, scary deathmatch wrestling. And I haven't, but it he, sounds terrifying. And when he signed a WWE... They, his character is supposed to be like this crazy weirdo. It's very... Uh, a lot of wrestling is just very ist and ism in every bad mm-hmm. way for a lot. Is it is it is it still that way or was that... It's... Things are coming way down. His character was like... It's very ableist with like he's crazy. Mm-hmm. He lives in the boiler room and he pretends his sock is a person and like... But he just got people like by being an excellent performer and stuff he got people to like him so it's like yeah this nice overarching thing where the company was trying to put him down and after a certain point he uh he was very popular and the company loved him he also got thrown off the top of a hell in a cell and his tooth went through his nose so jesus christ (laughs) yeah god There's that that's the biggest thing in his career. <laughs> but he he does not he's not a shitty fucker asshole bastard like Spandam. Thank God. Okay. So it's so it's just
0: a visual reference I would then I
1: think
2: Yeah. I,
0: wild. Uh <laughs> so I I think I think his mask is one of the most on the nose visual references Oda has done. And he's done some some other on the nose things, but Spandam gets that report that he is wrong about and just is so cocky that he, he buys it. And yes, so this is when Luchi, Luchi Gang uh, arrives with their prisoners. <laughs> and it, I am hit with the reminder that it's been five fucking years. Because <laughs> you spend so little time with them in Water 7 that you kind of, I'm like, oh yeah, it's been five years that they were on this mission and now they're back. Um, But yeah, no, uh, Fukuro, uh, which is not really how it's pronounced, but I can't pronounce it right because it's very quick. um, And I don't speak Japanese very well, or at all. He has the worst power in the goddamn universe.
1: (laughs) He can can get the shit kicked out of them and then scale their power level. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so he kind of like throws himself uh, out the gate. He throws himself at Khalifa first. Um and she kicks him and then I don't he kinda like pinballs through these people. I don't remember the order. <laughs> but uh afterwards he's like Ah yes, the sixth power move my subtitles called it competition, <laughs> which is uh also bad. But he uses that to assign a power level number to each of these people. <laughs> um, I don't remember I remember I think Kalifa was like eight twenty or something, like something eight hundred.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I don't remember everyone's level, but... I remember Lucci's... Lucci a- is, like, way more powerful than anyone else.
0: Yeah, Lucci is, like, by far margin at the top. Um, He says that, so when... This is irrelevant, and power levels never come up again, as far as I know. Yeah. Because it's stupid. It One Piece doesn't need this mechanic <laughs> yeah. at all. I would say, arguably, Dragon Ball didn't either. It just...
1: Dragon Ball where, literally abandon it the arc where you see it through, which is up through the planet Namek stuff and kill mm-hmm. it. after Frieza is dead, it's never brought up again.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> I think it it might have a value of establishing out the gate some shit, yeah. but it's yeah. Um, anyways, it's irrelevant three hundred episodes into one piece. <laughs> but it does make Jabra insecure.
1: Yeah. I think that's what I think most of what it is is the show like the kind of dynamic the, that CP dot has, mm-hmm. and that Jabra is a very uh, insecure and competitive man. Yeah,
0: and I'm. It, it might help to just like very quick, like you you can do this with visual language, and you you don't need to break out some fucking calculators. But yeah. <laughs> I think it is a lot of to establish like here's who's the strongest between this group, and you already know like who's strongest between the one like the Straw Hats. It's I don't know. It it helps I think track what they're up against. Yeah, and, and well, it, uh,
1: don't don't, don't they explain it away with, like, uh, everyone in Luchi Gang, the fact that they were shipbuilders, they were, like, physically exerting themselves, so of course they're going to get stronger? Well, they were already pretty fucking strong, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: they 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 definitely kept up being physically active. Yeah. Khalifa the least, which makes sense, I think that she's the lowest, even though that's pro- not why, it's because Oda oh, it is a man and she is a woman. <laughs> yeah (laughs) um she's still pretty fucking strong (laughs) uh all things considered and yeah i think i don't know if she's at the bottom of the list but she might be
1: i think bluno is under her because it was just a because he was just a bartender the entire time he's still pretty
0: fucking big though yeah (laughs) i don't yeah i don't remember the exact order i just remember that i think kaku is like near a thousand and i i know Luchi is four thousand on the dot and that's Really fucking high. Fukuro explains that the average soldier in the Marine is like a 10, and Spandam is a 9. <laughs> and then, like, that very quickly jumps to Khalifa being like 800 or so. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> and also, that tracks that Spandam is <laughs> less yeah. than a regular soldier.
0: Yeah. So, that's a lot of time spent on that. Jabra is very insecure that even Kaku is stronger than him now. <laughs> which makes sense to me, but I, it doesn't for knowing Jabber's fights that come up, but it hasn't been revealed yet, so I probably won't talk about it. Jabra also, uh, Kumadori does another one of those scenes where he pretends to kill himself, <laughs> but this one's yeah. very funny, because he says, was it you, mother, who kept me strong? And Jabra just is like, oh my god, your mother kept you? Oh, ah! And he just gets really attached to this story.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's very funny to me. Uh Spa him hence that he has some some devil fruits to share um, and i don't he don't I, don't I don't remember what he says, but we see some devil fruits that he has, but first, uh, they bring in Robin, who thinks about her friends, and before we see that scene, we see more of Luffy running and the giants fighting and the sea train getting to the gate, just to remind you that there are things happening,
1: yeah, <laughs> that other stuff is going on,
2: yes,
0: yes there's a lot going on at once in in lobby. <laughs> It's it's interesting because they they're really good at doing their exposition with actions in this yeah. arc, which is not a balance that one piece always nails by any means. Um obviously we uh would say the opposite of Skypiea. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cuz
0: it, it was mostly exposition and then some things <laughs> happening. Um but uh in Wano good. Yeah. It's you know, I'm, maybe I'm you're
1: getting why it's it's one of the most popular arcs
0: yeah uh there's there's a lot of reasons, but um on on top of those big emotional beats that everyone cares about, just really fucking well done um also, this is like probably some of my favorite animation in the the series like I, th- I would say like this is probably the peak, if not, like I don't know, it probably peaks somewhere around like Fishman Island, but that progression is like
1: there's there is a lot of good animation but. There are some uh, questionable walk cycles that I noticed in this arc. There was sure. more than that. What I sent you a video of of uh, Kiwi and Mozu running up the stairs that looked really goofy. Oh yeah, that was really funny. Um, <laughs> I've, 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 there's been a couple of like running sequences where I think it could have been just like if they would have angled stuff a little bit better, it wouldn't have looked as weird. But <laughs> yeah, there, yeah.
0: There's always going to be a couple corners cut with a week to week show. Yeah, but I, I, I that's probably why I'm so impressed by the good parts. Of of One Piece's animation being at like like fuck, this has been this has looked really good for like a considerable number of episodes in a row. Now they outsource a lot of their labor and it's bad. That's the animation industry, baby. Yeah, god. Um pff, modern One Piece. Um, anyways. This next episode starts with Spandam being a piece of shit, garbage dumpster. Taunts Frankie with the death of basically his dad, and Frankie retaliates by just fighting his head. Yes. <laughs> and everyone just going to watch is like no one's stopping it.
1: That's it's I I like how they're establishing these these segments of CP 9 They
0: don't respect Spandim in the fucking yeah, slightest.
1: No one respects him. They're just basically doing what they have to and they mm-hmm. basically at one point imply that they only keep the job because it lets them do what they want.
2: Yeah.
0: Lu- Lucy very specifically says With this being my job, I can justify how many people I want to kill. Which is like, goddamn, but (laughs) let's fucking talk about that as a metaphor for fucking shit in the real world. But we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so everyone just kind of watches until Spandam's like, hey, someone, please get this man off of me. And Kumidori does it, but he manages to hurt Spandam in the process as well. This scum trash man garbage soul. And when he does it, Spandam flies back towards his, like, desk or whatever, and it knocks the receiver off of his transponder snail, <laughs> which is important, because And the next thing that happens is someone tries to call him about Luffy, uh, and they can't. So he spends a lot of time not realizing how far Luffy gets. Luffy is just thrashing the fuck out of these dudes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, no No one... And regular people don't stand a chance against Luffy. <laughs>
0: no, no,
1: he's just like, it's, it's so, it really is
0: just like, Hey, have you played a warriors game? Cause he is just, <laughs> I have to get from point to point B and there are people in my way.
1: Yeah. And the ones that don't beat down, I'm just going to jump over.
0: <laughs> yep. It happened earlier, but I remember thinking the scene where he just like knocks a tree down and pushes it over people being very funny. <laughs> Who calls Baskerville? I don't remember who calls him
2: uh, I
1: think like, it was just a guard okay that's that just right. Baskerville getting alerted, and i uh I wrote down Baskerville specifically because he has three heads for some reason yes <laughs> and also he shows up right as the like dog core shows like dog marine corps shows up uh-huh and it's just that's a Sherlock Holmes reference The Hounds of Baskerville Which is like The Sherlock Holmes story Uh Uh-huh That (laughs) That following the The
0: Jonathan Swift reference From earlier Is is, I think good
1: (laughs) It's kind of like How there's just a goat butler On uh, Usopp's Island Mm -hmm. Uh, There's just There's just Strange people
0: (laughs) Yeah I I wonder I don't know how far back The reference of a Three-headed Character Goes because it makes me think of the Monty Python sketch, mm. but because of the nature of what Monty Python and the Holy Grail is, that probably is
1: also a reference to some sort of older story. Probably. And I mean, they uh, they later reference another thing that Three Heads is related to. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of government jokes with uh,
0: <laughs> the one on the right being very aggressive and the one on the left being <laughs> more lenient. Um, and then the middle one doesn't fucking do anything. Weird. <laughs> uh, the uh I just I pulled up the wiki page for him. Apparently the one on the right is named Bass and the one on the left is named Kerville.
1: <laughs> Which is very funny. I don't know how we know that cuz I don't think it ever gets said. It's like a panel in uh Wait, when the fuck The is- manga?
0: Yeah, when is this revealed? So I'm reading this description and it says it's actually 3 people dressing up as one person? <laughs> what? <laughs> How do Okay. How have I never heard this? Um apparently the middle one calls himself Princess, which is good <laughs> or bad. I don't know. It probably is intended to be bad, but it's fine out of context much in in the way the one piece does uh anything. <laughs> um now I'm just really invested in fucking the lore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm just like reading the list of battles he's in, and the last one is very funny. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, Basketball seems to have a hellhound theme. Yeah, he's uh, referencing the hounds basketball, um, and like three headed beast Cerberus or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Anyways, that that's pretty much the whole scene though. Is he? Is he? Uh, sends out these watchdogs. We don't see what they are for a little bit. How how do they beat Oimo? Because
1: I kind of skipped over it. Oh, the uh, Rocket Man blasts through the gates and hits him in the back of the head, and then he dies. Yes, that's <laughs> extremely good. They beat him a first time though,
0: because he I... they they knock him down somehow, and then he he gets like reinvigorated and gets up, and that's when mm. Rocket Man hits him. Which we're we're talking about like an, I think a, another twenty minutes of this episode or something, but
1: uh, I cannot remember because I'm there's a lot of action. Yeah,
0: fair. That's the thing. I. Just think I, I skimmed for it and I pretty much just saw him coming down uh but so that they knocked down Oimo or whatever and back to the sea train we see uh I think it's Zoro who notices that the main gate is just closed again so like damn but it's okay Zoro has a plan he tells Kokoro to go at full possible speed and Kokoro says hey Zoro has a plan hold on tight (laughs) which is good and he tells Yokozuna, who's up there with him, the big frog boy uh I love that frog boy he likes he tells him to thrust at the iron gate there's like an iron gate that like blocks off the where the train can dock uh on the other side is that more water or whatever, and then the island starts, and there's the big the big gate, the big main gate. He tells Yokozuna to like sumo thrust this. Iron Gate, and it turns into a ramp for for the Sea Train, which just fucking launches over the main gate, and fuck, it's so cool! It's so good.
1: I I love it. I love all this coordination between these groups of people Mm -hmm. because maybe I said it. I've said it before, but it's massive collaboration is not something you see in Shonen very often. Yeah, in. In Dragon Ball, it's if there's people grouping together to fight one guy, they're going to get their ass kicked. And then Goku or Vegeta shows up and it's like, or I'm just, stronger. Yeah, or just fuse. <laughs> yeah. And then I've watched almost no Naruto. Mm-hmm. So, I, the farthest I watched was the first bad guy with the big sword.
0: Naruto, and... from. I've been slowly rewatching it. And from my memory and that, I would say it's a lot of people splitting up. Mm. There's. And then, like, several different one-on-one battles, which One Piece is, does sometimes, too. Very recently in Boruto, there was a big fight where Naruto and Sasuke collectively fought somebody. And I only know that because everyone was like, man, this is, like, one of the best animated fights I've ever fucking seen. And I, from what I saw of it, it was good. But yeah, no, there's not a lot of that style of team-up in the popular shonen that I've I have seen, either. So it is it's it's very nice. The the all the different pieces sort of connecting in the way they do. Um and especially in especially in inus lobby. So Rocketman flies over the gate and they ask Zoro. Yell they're yelling out the train window, Zoro, what the fuck are we gonna do for landing? And he's like, You just have to leave it to and they're all like, Oh fuck, he has thought about it. And he says, Luck <laughs> And they're like, Oh, never mind. We're we're doomed. <laughs> It is luck that uh, Oimo stands up to fight again and makes a good cushion for their their train. Yeah. Because they knock him flat and then keep going. (laughs) Uh, And what happens after that? Um, My notes say that the boys are back in town. Um, Oh, before that happens, actually, (laughs) we see the watchdogs. Because my notes say that Polly gets stabbed by a furry. Which is more or less that the watchdogs are higher ranking guards and they're faster because they ride dogs. I also think but they might be surgically attached to the dogs.
1: That's the thing that I have to talk about it's, for nine hours. With yeah. These guys. <laughs> is that. You, I'm not sure if they have like dog lower bot. They're like dog centaurs? It's something. Because if they're like riding there's... dogs. Because. They, they're they always in motion So they're, it's animated in a way Where you can't tell Yeah their legs are kind of Question mark It's kind of like
0: Jodoro's hat and his hair Where does one stop where, where does the other one begin Because it's like You can see like they're, they're, They have like thighs And they're like Sort of like bent up In the way yeah. that One would ride a, a dog or an animal um, The dogs aren't that big So it's a little weird But I guess the guys are pretty small but like they're fast and they can wield these swords. But like, yeah, no, they're. I don't know exactly if it's, uh, if it's a, a, a tusk situation or not.
2: <laughs> Ugh,
0: it's a lot though. I tell you that. I pretty. I forgot about the watchdogs.
1: Like, cause they 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 show up and then like they're just kind of they they make it seem like oh there's gonna fo- have like a showdown with the main main watchdog guy. But they're mm-hmm. mostly just there to add variety to the uh, fodder that's getting eradicated basically. by the Straw and yeah. Frankie family. Yeah, it's
0: basically just like upping
1: the stakes, I
0: think, in the challenge um, to further justify like <coughs> difficulty. Uh, and and I, yeah, to keep it a bit more interesting, I would say. Because the, the next thing that shows up is exactly that as, as well. It's just like here's another harder thing as you get deeper into the island. But there's not like a whole lot of depth to that concept. Yeah. But uh, it's it's serviceable. Um, (laughs) But yeah, after they uh, it's it's the watchdog that wakes up Oimo for like 30 seconds before he gets hit by a train. Hmm. Uh, And then the boys are back in town and (laughs) this episode Cliff hangs with Luffy on a cliff about to hang. (laughs) And he thinks of Robin and he's like, no, I can't I
1: can't stop now. And then the next episode starts with him hanging on the cliff. (laughs) I with with him hanging off a cliff. I I have to, I have to mention. I, maybe your side subtitles were different, but one of the Marines casually makes a a pun. He's trying to stomp on Luffy's hand so oh, yeah. Luffy will fall, and his hand keeps moving. He's like, "Hey guys, give me a foot," yeah. instead of "give me a hand." Give me a foot over here, <laughs> which is not a great
0: thing to say, Alad. No, it is not. No. Yeah, no, that was funny. It, this entire scene could be removed and nothing would change.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Luffy tricks the gets the Marines to fall off the cliff. Yeah, they all and... do
0: such a big steppy that the cliff just sort of disintegrates under them and Luffy <laughs> like uses his rubber powers or whatever to like get up over them and back onto the island and then like
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: they're all off the cliff now.
1: And he, I, I love We don't get reminded of the fact that Luffy Is immune to bullets very often Oh yeah this but, is funny <laughs> But it's, it's fun to see him getting like Rapid fire Obliterated by a bunch of marines with guns And he's just standing there thinking "Hmm, How do I get past all these guys who are closer to Robin Very quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just ignoring the fact that he's getting hit with bullets
0: Yeah Yes Made of rubber. How did that happen Yo ho ho, take a bite of gum gum. Uh but now he finally knows where the fuck he's going In uh this next big building which is we'll find out is a courthouse. This next scene is is Zoro dunking on Sanji for like five minutes.
1: Yeah, it's good. <laughs> the the, the, the pi- Pirate A. Maybe maybe more like Pirate B. No, that's why you're Pirate C because you you're you're not smart enough to understand what's going on and that Nami would be okay. Mm-hmm. He's
0: he's the third strongest, and that's why his name is Sanji. San is three in Japanese.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways, Soga King gets noticed. Uh, he's trying very hard not to be noticed, but uh, him and Chopper, neither of them are great at whispering.
1: No. And something happens. We almost find out the identity of the Masked Soga King. Mm-hmm. And his mask falls off, and he very quickly puts it on before his number one fan, Chopper, can find out who this confusing masked man is. Yeah, the mystery stays alive. Who
0: could that masked hero be? Uh, yeah, so that happens because they are like, oh, there must be more people in the train, let's shoot it. So they shoot it, and Soga King and Chopper like roll the other way, and the mask falls off, and then yeah. that happens. Um, and I think Sanji's like, oh no, Nami's still in there, and Zoro's like, now, if you were not Pirate Sea, you would know (laughs) that she is much stronger than that, and she's fine. (laughs) Kokoro and Shimony just sort of pop out, and they're like, hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) It's a party out here! And then, uh, we notice a big cloud forming above the area, which is exciting, because we get to see Nami do something.
1: Yeah, something... This is this is the exact thing that I I theorized she could do with the Climate Act against uh, Enel is mm-hmm. like make giant thunderclouds and do stuff. But uh
0: Yeah, but I really the new wish
1: she'd perfect Climate attack is too, too good.
0: It's too strong. It it makes such a big thundercloud that like pretty like everyone kinda got hit in the area, including Zoro and Sanji. Um, and Nami had to run away, <laughs> and then she hit Soga King for it, which is weird. He didn't make it or anything. Yeah,
1: and Soga King is like, Usopp. Usopp told you that he <laughs> didn't. Des- he didn't design the weapon for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good.
0: So yes, yeah, so that happens, and they're like, "Well, we gotta get moving," and they pretty much immediately get surrounded by a bunch of people, and Holly like throws some ropes down to 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 get them up on the yaguras back. Oh, no! Because that's what happens. They get up on the Yagura's back, and they start moving a little bit quicker. Yeah, and e- except, also for, except for Soga yaguras King. Have,
1: the Yagoras have tank treads. They do. They
0: do have <laughs> tank treads to get through the city. That's extremely good. Soga, yeah, so, Soga King didn't so, make it. Nope, he did not. He missed uh, the the a little bit. <laughs> well I guess we'll notice that later as a group. Yeah. The Galila guys decide to stay back as the Yagara goes on and they're fighting like the watchdogs or whatever to keep them back by this other gate. And uh let's go back to the tower for a little bit. See what's going <sighs> this, on there. This asshole. This motherfucker. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's just he's he's just proudly bragging. spandam's proudly bragging about how terrible of a person he is, mm-hmm. and that I'm uh, so bad, I'm the worst. <laughs> he explains, yeah, I I'm the Sp- Alkiji gave me the permission to use the Buster Call, and I knew all about this stuff because he filled me in on everything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so why did he give you the permission to use it? How come you can do it? They just. Gives her a huge punch across the face and sends her flying across the room. Yeah, he gets so mad that she asked him a question,
0: that he punches her a lot.
1: Yeah, th- this is this was a this was kind of a a shock for me. It was. It's like know, legitimately like, hard to watch because I already know he's like a shitty asshole. But this is the moment where you'd get the like. He's like, oh. You want to know why? And then has some bullshit exposition about how he's so great and smart. But no, no, he doesn't give us that. He just gives her a rough punch across the face and it sends her flying.
0: sucks. Like, the, the directing of it is very good because it really exemplifies how much it sucks.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot. He uh, proceeds to tell her that she doesn't deserve to live. She's a devil child.
0: Yeah, rough. Uh, yeah, he mentions O'Hara again. And that, because she's connected to O'Hara, she... uh, is a Crime Against Humanity or whatever, and it's... Fuck, it's bad. I hate Spandam. Um, we we glossed over... Well, no, we just skipped over uh, the beginning of this scene where Spandam talks about Iceberg to Frankie, and he mentions that Iceberg was working with the government specifically to, like, protect himself and the blueprints, and it's like, well, if I'm really important yeah. to the government, they can't fuck with me. And yeah. Frankie's like, Oh, that's
1: why he worked with the government. I guess
0: I was really mad about that before, understandably.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he he has a clear understanding of, of why that was going on now. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I don't know if that will really come up again, but I, I do
0: appreciate that sort of connection that he makes, narratively. Yeah. Um, And that's that episode. Now we're on 269. Nice. And it picks up right where the last one left off, which is not nice. Uh, Robin no. <laughs> Robin gets a couple flashbacks to her traumatic youth. Um, I'm sad just thinking about it and they show a shot that I won't say what it is but it's just like you can see like part of a person and they sort of like start to fade away like Thanos yeah. snapped on them and yeah, it's a they, lot.
1: It fades into petals like with her uh, devil fruit power mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: I don't think I even noticed that the first time I watched it but now that I know
1: who that mm. is it sucks.
0: Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So Spandam keeps saying extremely terrible things and brings up to Robin that Straw Hat is here and brags about how he only took down like five guys and he's he's going to get uh yeah, yeah. And uh and uh he'll be he'll be an down before they know it. That's against the agreement
1: that yeah. they had, isn't it? it? Yeah. She she gave herself up to the Marines so that the Straw Hats could be safe and he's like, "No." Read I, just the fine print. Wa- <laughs> I just said they could re- leave Water 7 safely. Yeah. Uh, and they did.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but now they're
0: any slobby. And they chose to follow, and they won't be able to do that. Dumpster trash, scum of the earth. Spandam says that they're, like, sends them off. I do like that he mentioned that she's in the Sea Prism Stone handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, is it Kairosaki? Is that it? The actual word for it?
2: Oh. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Kairoseki
0: is just really fun to say. I don't remember if that's <laughs> why it's in my brain. Um, I should look it up, though, just so I know. <laughs> yep, that's it. Kair- yeah. Okay. I've alluded many a time to... I started watching this show on fan subs, so there's a lot of things that I saw the Japanese words for instead of <laughs> the translation, In they stick with me. So, he mentions that her handcuffs are made of that stone, which, obviously, she's not able to do anything, so you could probably make that connection, but it's a nice Thing. The fact that she's as composed as she is with Sea Prism Stone just on her wrists is like impressive, a little bit. Because yeah. like when Luffy touched that shit, he just fell down. I wonder if it's just it's like smaller quantities or just infused or what.
1: That uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't that didn't even register in my head. That is interesting because hmm. it always made Luffy like sick. Like, yeah, like whenever he'd touch it.
0: Yeah, and she's just, like, composed, even, the, and, like, she can't use her powers, obviously, but...
1: Yeah, maybe it's just, it could just be, like, a a, a narrative thing for the setting, because whenever Luffy's up against it, it's in, like, a situation like, oh, fuck, we gotta get out, while mm-hmm. with Robin, she's just captured. Yeah, I mean, almost definitely, that's, like, the real reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm just, like, I'm, like, I wonder if there's, like, One One Piece likes to, to build its its world and its lore that way, so... There might be a, a real reason, but
2: it's
1: irrelevant. Could just Maybe she's just used to it so it doesn't, like, make her ill anymore. Mm-hmm. That's I'd, possible. I'd fully believe that she, like, has she's... been in C-PRISM handcuffs a lot. Probably.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I was going to mention it later,
0: and I, I probably still will. I really like the dynamic of Robin and Frankie because they're just, like, actual adults. Yeah. Like, Robin is, I mean... She's, like,
1: mid-20s?
0: Yeah, she's... She's. It's nice, to, and it's nice to see older women in in anime.
1: Yeah,
0: and I was gonna say, like, even though like the way that her and Nami are drawn is like, you know, like Oda has the way that he draws old women. And Sometimes, then, <laughs> yeah, and then he and then he has the way he draws the main characters that are supposed to be attractive. But it's still also nice to see like an adult woman who has like a personality and exists.
1: Yeah,
0: well, I and... I really appreciate um. Robin's whole character. I wish that like I could say that post time skip. Hmm. I feel like there hasn't been a lot. I feel like there's been a lot of like like it's it's coming. Probably. <laughs> it's just there's so much in the time skip where it's like, when is this gonna come back up? How long is this gonna go on for? <laughs> and then I, I, I get the impression that it's all gonna happen at once and I'm gonna die. <laughs>
1: Anyways. it it, it, it is it is an interesting thing, how the, like, stark age difference between all of the Straw Hats and then Frankie and Robin, because Frankie's, like, 30-something. I think Frankie's in his 30s. Yeah, and Robin's, like, mid-20s, and the rest of them are, like, 17, 18 years old. Like, yeah. Wh- fresh, like, fresh adults. Yeah, when, <laughs> when
0: they started, they were all, like, normal-ass shonen age, you know? Like, the, the core cast was that, and yeah. then Chopper's, like, literally a child. Yeah. Which is <laughs> fine. Yeah, Frankie is currently thirty four, so like, yeah, he's like an adult. Um, yeah. even
1: if he's like childish or whatever, he he does like his like serious moments are so good. So <laughs> someone someone could say I'm grasping whatever, but like his serious moments, they do feel more adult than like yeah. Zoro, uh, Luffy, Sanji, Nami mm-hmm. having serious moments. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think, and I th- I think I don't think you're
0: stretching because I think. The thing about Frankie's moments like that is they're such graver. Like when Zoro when Zoro has a serious moment, and he's like, "I will give my life for my friends." Cool. Showing an anime, great. When Frankie has a serious moment, he's like, "Existing is not a sin." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah," and he's like, "Your friends are coming to help you. Let them help you." <laughs> like, and he and he's like. You know, like you've already, and I'm literally talking about a scene that happens later, um. But like, they've already broken their agreement, so like, <laughs> like, why are you not going with them? And we'll get to that. But yeah, we're currently talking about the scene in which that agreement gets broken.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So they're being shitty, and they're ta- uh being taken off to wait to be taken to the gates of justice, and then the offhand mention of the sea prism stone handcuffs. So as this is happening, uh, Fukuro. Sort of like whispers to Bluno and says, "Earlier, the report said that Luffy only took down five people, and Bluno, hmm. out the gate, doesn't believe that." And yeah,
1: he he's fought against Luffy. Yeah. No, that's not <laughs> that yeah. can't be real. He
0: saw he saw Water Seven, and yeah. <laughs> he he glances over at the transponder snail and sees that the receiver is like off the hook. Yeah, so that's. He, he's noticing things. Um, Spandam offers a toast to the members of CP9 to celebrate, and they all say no because why the fuck would you want to hang out with that piece of shit?
1: Yeah, yeah. They
0: they're not great people. It's just Spandam sucks. Like even like evil aside, like they're like let me just be like quiet and brood and like be evil and murder people or whatever. And Spandam's <laughs> yeah. just like insufferable. God, and I mean that's what makes him a good. Like not compelling villain necessarily, but like you want to see him get his shit kicked in.
2: Yeah,
1: which is like it's what's you want to see him get what's coming to him. Yeah,
0: it's a good villain quality. Which like One Piece usually has a bit more depth to villains. With like I'm I'm because I would compare Spandams like he just sucks a lot, and I want to see him get his ass kicked like Don Krieg or something. Yeah, because Don Krieg also had like nothing going for him. He was just an asshole. Uh, but Spandam yeah. escalates that to such a different fucking level. God damn. And I, I, I think a lot of that comes with the military power.
1: Yeah. Because it's something that I that I, I made the thought in my brain during this is that the only good people we've really seen in the Marines would be Colby, uh, Kobe, Hel- Hel- Helmeppo, kind of. He got his shit together when yeah. he joined the Marines. Mm-hmm. And, in the process of uh, getting his shit together. Yeah, and then Garp is an all right dude. Yeah, Garp's,
0: Garp's pretty chill. Not great. Sm-
1: sm- <laughs> Smoker Smoker has like a more understandable sense of justice than the rest of the Marines. Yeah, like he had to, like he let them go because that wasn't their mission. Smoker
0: yeah. is um the fist the system can be fixed from the inside type of mentality. Um, yeah, which is flawed, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but his his sense of justice will often lead him to do things that he maybe shouldn't do based on his position um, which is more than you can say about most any marine yeah and he's not the only one a lot of the a lot of the main like like I would say like half of the main marine characters are pure evil and the other half are like complicated people that are just really committed even if they're not terrible which yeah I don't know it's it's a complicated (laughs) conversation but
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's something that we're gonna have for 600 more episodes. Yeah,
0: (laughs) stay tuned for, not the next arc, but the one after, well, there's like several smaller arcs that kind of make up this big thing, um, that I'll just call Marineford, and
1: those episodes are gonna be long and complicated, (laughs) for the same reason that these are, um... (laughs) It's it's an important dynamic to have, like those small sliver of things, mm-hmm. not not as like a, you can't just show everyone are these people bad. You got to be fair, but yeah. it it helps with an overarching massive organization like the Marines. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's gonna be a cartoon evil bad guy. Yeah. and it'd be more boring if everyone in the Marines was a cartoon bad guy.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Like the fact that Smoker has a conscience, and the fact that like so many Marine characters are people is like. Yeah. Super fucking great. And I don't think like the the marine the marines are painted as so corrupt and terrible that I don't think any of the good marine characters with the exception of like um Kobe I I like I don't think there's ever like a there are good cops argument to be made about One Piece. Um and I think One Piece is very Clear with that characterization Of the marines With the exception of maybe Kobe Yeah <laughs> Um, And, e- and even Kobe's like man this shit's Fucked up sometimes uh, <laughs> Which I mean that's how this how, how one piece starts is with that Yeah And yeah I don't know I I, I I It's because we make so many parallels To How the Marines and like the actions of the marines Translate to real world shit I think it's like important to break that apart and be like, yeah. Well, here's what you know, like those those narratives can can add up to, and I I do not think One Piece stumbles into that. That I, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, phew, okay, where were we? Um, uh,
1: Talking about how much these assholes suck.
0: Yeah, fuck Spandam, dog. <laughs> All right, so Luffy finally seems to get away from these guards and launches straight to the courthouse on top of it even which is great we'll figure out how that goes later chopper uh can speak yagura uh which is a new revelation i think he can just speak with all animals which is like i guess an implication
1: that all animals can speak to each other i think i think that's definitely an implication within (laughs) yeah i I think chopper's done this before yeah he has okay with with Yagura specifically, I think. Oh, really? Huh. I didn't I remember that? I think so. I, I, well, it's just it's always like a quick thing whenever Chopper does it. Yeah, this is the
0: first time it's been, like, relevant, and even that's, like, pretty much just emotional beats. Um, It's not like yeah. a whole lot of... Well, I guess they give some backstory. Because the Yagura has explained why they're, why they're so loyal to Frankie, and it's just this, like, little one-off story about how they met, and they're like, well, Frankie's a great guy.
1: Yeah, Frankie. It's when they elaborate on the story, it's not even like that great. (laughs) Nice of of a story, too. It's like Frankie, uh, they kill the Sea King for food, and then they're like, oh, uh, the Sea Kings ate these guys. What do you do? What do you want to do? We'll save them for food for later. (laughs) <laughs> and they ended up just being like their friends, yeah. And they're so they're so happy that Frankie didn't eat them. Well, they technically Frankie saved their lives, but it wasn't his intention. Yeah, right? totally. Because they just were joined into the Frankie family. And the whole point of this was to uh, set us up for terrifying, emotional heartbreak. Yeah, the, and it's so <laughs> effective.
2: <laughs> yeah, because
1: it's. They're just like, they want to do whatever they can Frankie saved their lives, they're gonna do What 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 needs to be done To get him back mm-hmm. God, also they point
0: out that Soga King Is in there uh, Yeah Cho- <laughs> Chopper's just like casually translating So he says like, hey what happened to the one in the mask And then everyone's like Wait a minute <laughs> And then uh, Chopper realizes that he was never there to begin with um, And they're like, did he run away? What the fuck happened? I guess we will figure that out later <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we cause but first we see that the Galley Law boys are fighting hard back at that first gate. Polly remembers Luffy's determination in Water Seven. He also remembers how much he fucking hates Lucci. Yeah, a lot. Um, we glossed over it when Polly left. He said,
1: to,
2: "Oh yeah, yeah."
0: When when Polly jumps off the Yagara when he stays behind, he says, "When you see those other shipwrights, tell them that they're fired." <laughs> And it's such a good, such a good line.
1: And with this, there's something I have to mention about, like the people in Galila who were secret agents. I'm glad that the ones with the coolest character design are the good guys, <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting looking ones of them all. Mm-hmm. Besides, L- Luchi has a bird that acts as a person. That's whatever. Yeah, I, I would but, say
0: Polly and Luchi are my two favorite designs.
1: Yeah, but Halstone. Uh, they're just good mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they, they just have more interesting looking designs Yeah Versus, uh Kaku looking like that So they can have the joke of he looks like Usopp mm-hmm. Like that's his entire design Kaku Well
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's another good part of Kaku's design But we'll get there Because mm. you don't know what his devil fruit's for yet Nope He eats a devil fruit uh, But that I mean, that happens in like an episode or two Yeah Spoilers for later in today's episode of we are. Not for actually me just spoiling Jory on something. Yeah. Which I've never done intentionally. I think. (laughs) So what is up? Uh okay, so the last thing in this episode is Luffy. Luffy up on that courthouse and he can see that like there's something in front of him, but he doesn't know what. It's like this weird sort of like shape, like if you see like if your character turns invisible in a video game, but you still have to be able to see where they are. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> he sees that sort of shape like not com- like almost transparent. And then he hears the words Air Door and Bluno is there and fuck, he has to fight Bluno now. Yep. What actually is Oh yeah, so this scene's actually really good. Um Bluno uh shows up and Luffy is like super fucking impressed by that power. It's like holy shit. Yeah. The fuck is what how did you get here? And Bluno's like no one's ever made it this far. And no one will get farther. And Luffy remembers that he's has to fight this man. And this episode ends on some, one of my favorite exchanges, where Bluno says, "How long will you keep fighting?" And Luffy says, "Until I die." And then it hits with the two be continued, and it's like it's really good. We've also got a new ending for these. Oh yeah, this I love this ending. Uh, I don't. I mean, the music's just fine, but like the the premise of what if our ending is just fan art that kids send in. Is so good. And like the 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 straw hats, like Chippy Straw Hats are like walking through this art gallery looking at different kids' fan art. And so it's like different yeah. every episode. Yeah. Really nice. It's very wholesome. <laughs> During like such such sad episodes. It's so much yeah. murder. <laughs> but yeah, so this next episode starts with not Luffy. Well, Ch- Chopper's worried about Soka King and Sanji says well, isn't he an invincible hero or some shit? He'll be fine. Um, yeah.
1: And then we. I'm, I'm glad they're not, they're not willing to crush uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Chopper's dreams. Oh, they that know. he's <laughs> Chopper is fully aware that he's a superhero. The rest of them are like, yeah, he's a superhero, little buddy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he'll be fine. He's an invincible superhero Soka King, King of Snipers, from the Island of Snipers. In reality, we see Soka King debating whether or not he should run away. Yep, because he's now lost so much time and distance, and he starts to
1: yell that he can't run. He's a big, strong yep. boy. Yep, he he specifically says, and this is this is where I I'm I got a little confused here. Maybe we can break it down. Mm-hmm. He said he can't be. He's su- he's such a coward that he made up this persona so that he could join them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But but he's Soga King. <laughs> That's where, that's where I've lost. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a weird, um, a weird thing for Soga King to say. But he, uh, he takes off the mask and he strangely looks like our friend Usopp. He looks a lot like Usopp. I think it's his older brother. This is, yeah, Nusopp. Like I said a few yeah. episodes ago. It's Nusopp. <laughs> and and he's he gets this good plan
0: to disguise himself as a guard to get deeper in. And as he gets yeah. going. He steps in this
1: water all of a sudden that's there? <laughs> I immediately knew that this was something from one of the giants, but I thought it was going to be like I thought... the giant is drooling because he's <laughs> knocked out and his mouth is open. That's what my, th- that's what my thought I am- process was. I immediately,
0: because like, I didn't remember a lot of these details in the middle, um, I knew it was tears, but I thought he was crying over Soga King's determination. But he's
1: not. Mm, that, that would also be good. Mm-hmm. But then we get... We get something that I never thought would be brought back up again. Oh uh, is- man.
0: I fucking, I remember when we talked about it, and I, like, leaned really hard into how much Usopp gave a shit.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. This is, I'm, I'm so glad that it's so a callback good. to something that could have just felt like an end of an arc. Who cares? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Fucking the island of, like, Little Garden, the island with the giants, kind of feels like filler.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: With the exception <laughs> of, I think they fight... Uh, Mr. Three. Yeah, that's it. That happens. With the exception of Mr. Three doing stuff. The giant stuff just feels like set dressing. Yeah. Because and I think that probably comes from how often things are set dressing in Shonen. Yeah. What happens is he's crying because he failed his mission. Um, and he starts to he, he cries out about he let down his bosses. And I think he mentions Elbath. Uh which Usopp remembers this is Usopp now, I'm sorry. Uh And Oimo starts to explain that he and Kashi, a hundred years ago, they were pirates, uh, and their bosses got in a fight over like um like they had caught these sea kings, and someone asked yeah uh which one was bigger, and yeah it's
1: just a little girl on an island.
0: (laughs) Also, the scene in which they ask it like blows her head blows up really weird like and it's really disconcerting to watch. Um, but they start fighting (laughs) over which one was bigger and you might if when it shows you the the two sea kings laid out on this island it looks a lot like where the two big skeletons are on yes! little garden and it's so good to like have those like have it connect so so well visually yeah and they they're like yeah so that happened and we left and then 50 years after that we set out to find them
1: yeah, we're like, hey, they can't still be fighting 50 years later. Yeah, something, right? something's up.
0: Let's go back to Little Garden. And they get stopped by these marines, and the marines ask them what they're doing, and then when they figure it out, say, oh, your bosses were, were captured and locked up, and uh, if you worked for us for 100 years, we can free them. And giants live up to, like, 300 or so years. So that sound reasonable for them. They, were, they would do that for their yeah. bosses. However, we know that's a fucking lie. <laughs> Yeah. So and so does Usopp, who says, "They fucking grifted you, dog. We met your <laughs> bosses. We got them to stop fighting." And he he's like, "Oh, he, that story sounds super familiar. Are your bosses named Dorian Bragi And he's like trying to convince Oim, like Oimo that that's he actually was there and that happened. And he like mimics their laugh so much so that yeah. he like starts to choke. Um <laughs> Very funny. And then uh, we have this flashback to when they left Little Garden. And Usopp says, I've looked up to them ever since. They they did that for us. They're such role models to me, and I want to be a big, strong man, and I want to go to Elbaf. And I, I think he still wants to go to Elbaf even more after this exchange. Yeah. And Oimo says that he's so relieved that his bosses are okay. And we'll see more of them in a minute. But first, we're going to get really sad about Sodom. He, yeah. he, I, he gets bef- blasted. Before
1: we go get sad... Um, Do you have more to talk I about Alva? Just a little bit. It's it's nice that when we just it's right after we find out that they basically tricked Robin, like because we can we can assume from that that after they left Water Seven like a week later they were probably gonna go and fuck with the Straw Hats.
0: Or yeah, like once so. she was uh like executed or an Impulse down or whatever, like why yeah. not? Like they're still gonna have a fucking bounty on their head. Uh the the agreement of. They'll be able to leave Water Seven safely. Does nothing for them.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a nice with, with this thing is they just flat out lied to these giants, obviously knowing about how giants are very loyal and have this code of honor, yes. and tricking them into working for them. It's we we get more than just a, a little throwaway thing for plot. We get world building that yeah the marines are dickheads and will lie. The marines about stuff. are dickheads <laughs> and will lie about stuff and take advantage of
0: people. And what I like about that is we get to see some revenge get taken, and it's <laughs> satisfying. And we'll, I think it might actually be technically in the next episode, but it's good. Uh, I love these giants so much. So that exchange happens. Elbaf, like 200 episodes later, comes up again. Nice. So 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 good. Uh, yeah, about that. About 200 or so. Um, so I'm thinking, like I think 60 or so is where they get onto the Grand Line, so it's like probably like 80 or something, where Little Garden was. <laughs> Um, I shouldn't have that detailed of a memory of One Piece's episode numbers, but I do. (laughs) Sodom gets fucked up by a trench mortar, and it's very fucking upsetting to watch. Yeah. Immediately after you realize, like, as soon as as you get connected with their sentience and their emotions, Sodom gets killed. (laughs) And the Straw Hats have to hop over to Gomorrah and not before Sodom yells... And Chopper translates that his last word is just go. And then he, like, has this, like, touching moment with Gamora where he's probably saying, like, I believe in you, you could do it, say, Frankie. And he screams, Dad, I'm sad as fuck about it. It's a lot. It's rough. It's rough. And they, they keep going. Um, And they got one more person to, like, you know, like, it can't be in vain. The rest of this episode's going to be Bluno and, and Luffy fighting. Um, and they do that. Blue Nose talks about how this is a world, world-class world crime, and Luffy's like,
2: really? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about I'm just, that.
0: I'm just, I'm just getting my friend I'm back. i was trying to save my friend. And, like, I don't know, he's a pirate. He probably doesn't think about what he's allowed to do very often. He just kind of has, like, good morals, so we don't really think of it as crime.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, like, uh, it, yeah, it's the kind of thing, like, oh, just because it's a law doesn't mean it's morally wrong it's just laws can be corrupt and bad and evil. Yeah. That that conversation which is so fun to have. Bluno says that uh <laughs> you know like doing this is an is an act of revolt against the entire government and all the countries that make it up uh which notably includes
1: like Alabasta. So like tech- that's that <sighs> Yeah, he kind of explains how a little bit more about the world government mm-hmm. is that, like, it's, it's an agreement between s- all these
0: different yeah. countries. And I wonder I wonder if there's a system and like i know there's the, there's a council board where all the leaders meet and talk, but I wonder how that relates yeah. to who is in power, like who gets to decide who's in power The thing is we interact more with the marine structure than the government structure, so i don't yeah know
1: i i'd have to imagine it's it's probably some kind of just like royal council type thing where all the mm-hmm. Leaders of countries get together. Yeah, I
0: don't. But I don't know if we've
1: seen that, but I know that I've, I have seen that. We we saw a little bit with uh, Alabasta. Mm, okay. With uh
0: Oh yeah, we see uh, someone being a shithead to the king of Alabasta. I don't remember who. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck. And um,
0: I hope that's a thing that happened
1: with... then, and not a thing that <laughs> <laughs> I remember from a different <laughs> flashback. Anyways, <laughs> it's. Uh, my my guess is that there, there has to be some kind of elected official from them within the Marines. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, because I know because the Marines seem to operate as an independent force as well. They do. Uh, there's there's connective
0: tissue, and a lot. I think a lot of it comes with, um, what's the bird head's name? I was just Sengoku. I was just thinking about Sengoku. I think Sengoku is pretty close with the head of the government. And he, like, oversees all the marine stuff, but then he has, like, the admirals under him and the vice-admirals under them, and then the different captains, and so far, down forever. Um And then there's this judiciary section with all the different cipher poles. <laughs> and the government itself, I don't know, because there's, like, these four elders at the top. I don't know what their power, like, I don't know what their legal, like, powers are. I mean powers in, like, a, a more real-world sense of, like, what can they, what authority yeah. do they have <laughs> and uh there's also this other old lady who i think is either in those four people or separate and she also might be the leader of the universe i don't know but she's there and she's friends with sengoku uh and that's the thing we've we, we see so much of the marines and we see so little of the government proper i do know there is all the leaders of all the countries meet together. Um, for council meetings, but I don't know, like, the thing is those four elders are so goddamn old, they've probably been there for a while. So we probably haven't yeah. dealt with how they got there or whatever. Also, I just remembered another thing. Those meetings might be less frequent, but they might be very important. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm very in my head now about the future of One Piece and I shouldn't be. <laughs> God, there's so much going on. Anyways, yeah, so this is, this is a big crime. To, uh, to, to go into such a big government marine <laughs> place and uh, and fuck it up. Yeah. But anyway, so they start fighting. <laughs> it, actually, no, all right, so this seems very funny because Bluno's like, this is an act of revolt against the entire government and all the countries that make it up. And Luffy's like, all I did was take it out of my way. <laughs> I'm just trying to save my friend. And Bluno really wants him to understand what he's talking about, but he won't. No. So this is, they start fighting. Luffy out the gate throws a gum-gum rifle at him, and it actually hurts him, even with Iron Body, and he's like, yeah. oh, shit, how did you get stronger so quickly? It's been, like, a day. Did you forget that, that it's been, like, a day? They left immediately.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been very long. No,
0: no, it has not. And they said it, it's the middle of the night, so it's probably, like, literally been hours. So that's whack. Bluno uses his, like, very quick, like, it's instant transmission or whatever. They, my subtitles call it Shave, when he that's what mine do okay, too. yeah, so when they move super quickly from one point to another, um which is like, super quick it's it's not the like the Kinpo moon kick step or whatever, which is like similar because it's kicking, um but so he does the shave attack movement technique, and Luffy manages to like track him and hit him anyway, which yeah. is like, goddamn. Uh, and Luffy's basically saying, "I don't give a shit about a government. I just want to save my friend."
1: Fuck you. Yeah, Luffy doesn't really have a concept of uh, the severity of what he's doing. Yeah, no,
0: he does not. He fucking authority, and I, I maybe that's why the pirate life is right for him. He doesn't get it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and that's you know it's fine. Fucking anarchist, <laughs> arrow ace Luffy, so good. Yep. Antifa <laughs> Luffy Luffy has uh good morals um in this world. Uh so this next episode, two seventy one, starts with Gamora moving on and we cut back to Kokoro, who calls on the snail and tells Nami, uh that she forgot to tell her that when she gets to that courthouse, it has two towers on the side, and they have switches for the drawbridges, and that's the only way they can get from the courthouse to the tower. There's a big gap between them, which we've seen a hundred times and never talked about. Yeah. We never, it probably hasn't come up because Luffy can just fucking rock at that anyway. Luffy was about to, and then he got interrupted by Blue yeah. that. Yeah. That was his next step. It's just, well, gotta go again. Also, yeah. Chimney mentions that uh, she saw Luffy on top of the courthouse already there. Meanwhile, Gamora starts to take some hits, and there's uh, a new type of Marine here that have big balls and chains. I don't think they're ever named. Um, they just have "guilty" they're... written on their arms, so I started calling them "guilty gears."
1: <laughs> they uh, it's a couple episodes later when they become a little bit more involved with like face to face with the One Piece crew. I think Baskerville implies that they're the jury. Oh, interesting. They just yeah. have a bunch of big balls and
0: chains. Yep. And they yeah, and they just say guilty. So that makes sense. That tracks. Yep. Um, if you're here, you're guilty. The, the bad Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, yeah, so that happens, and back by Rocket Man, we see Kokoro react to some big Quaken, And it's because the Giants are standing up. They're making their way downtown. The faces pass, they're homebound or whatever. And the guards start, to, the Marines start to cheer for this, and Polly's like, oh, fuck, if they're back up, I'm just, I'm done, dude. Yeah. I ain't got it in me. <laughs> but. When the giants like wind back their attack, they start to say like, before we can celebrate our bosses being alive and before we can grieve over the fifty years we lost, <laughs> we're gonna take out some fucking anger, and they fuck those Marines up, and we see like soga yeah. Soga King is on Kashi's shoulder, and it's like, "Fuck yeah,
1: fuck <laughs> up, hell, yeah, I liked it. I think it was one like he was explaining uh when he was talking about him with the uh, Albaf and stuff that he said. What do you know about Elba?f You're from the land of the snipers. <laughs> <laughs> very, very
0: close with uh, Elbaf. You just don't know.
1: Exactly. A lot has happened El in
0: Beth. the last 50 years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and while, while all this is going on, we, that's, when we get, that's when it switches to um, Frankie and Robin sitting together. Mm-hmm. And Frankie's like, Hey, you're very lucky to have these people in your life like this. I think it was before we forgot to mention the scene where she starts, yeah, it's one who's was explaining the bit, uh, Spanum was telling that, yeah, we basically just lied to you. She cried, and a t- single tear falls out, and as it's falling we get a flash of every single straw hat before yes. it hits the ground.
2: But, it's... It's a lot. Things are rough. <laughs> things are, there's a lot to feel <laughs> right now.
0: I think there's like a it, it reads kind of as a joke where Frankie says, you know, I'm kind of jealous that like, my family isn't also doing this for me right now, um, yeah. which obviously we know is not the case. So yeah, that scene, and then we cut to some devil fruits about to get eaten, and we flash back actually to where they're given to Kaku and Califa, and Jabra says some shit. She's like, really they taste stupid. bad. Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, they taste bad, and like it's they're called devils because they have devils in them, and every time I go near one. It makes and makes me like explode or some shit, and yeah, Blue knows <laughs> like you you buffoon.
1: That's they did a w- weird exposition there with the devil fruits where
0: they explain a really important thing about them actually that I don't think we've ever brought up. Yeah, um, how
1: if you eat two, you you die. Yeah. You die, and they have a neat reason behind it is because it's like greedy people get what's coming to them. If you do stuff like that, people are too greedy for power, which could also be foreshadowing for (laughs) spandom.
0: I, uh, I, I, it's interesting to say that because I think a human body can't handle that is just like, is more than enough, (laughs) but like to, to add to like, oh yeah, it's like greed. Um, yeah. And it's, I don't know the, the combination of Jabber saying like, oh when I get near, when I'm gonna explode, and it's like actually, there the only reason people say that is because like you can't have two, um, is <laughs> it's, it's like it's a very good conversation, uh, and a, a, an important thing that I I literally don't think has come up once yet <laughs> is that you can't have two devil fruits. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I just don't think it's like, who's gonna find two? You know. That's part of it. Yeah, but in, in a realist way, that that would be terrifying for your body wouldn't be able to handle being able to turn into rubber. And also make like lightning or something. Yeah, God, I like, can that's you imagine too much going through your system. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's way too much. And like so many of them, like it, it's hard to imagine uh like you basically couldn't pair a logia or zone together. Yeah. Like feasibly. <laughs> um may, well yeah. maybe a logia and a zone, but like not both for damn sure. Like yeah. or like two logias or two zones. Like there's there's so much possibility of less like you it's unfeasible even if a a human could survive it. Anyways. <laughs> uh in the present, we see them going to eat it, and Jabra is still being a fuck ass about it. <laughs> like it tastes so bad, it tastes like shit. Shit, I tell you. <laughs> that response is like, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think we see them eat it quite yet, but we cut back to the fight with Bluno and Luffy. He starts to use his door-door fruit some more to to maneuver, and he also turns Luffy's face into a door for a little bit. Fucking terrifying, like, body horror, basically.
1: Yeah, and he says, like, you can open things that are, like, meant to be closed or something like that? Yeah, I I think that's just a
0: poetic way to say, like, I can make a door out of anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, But yeah,
0: like... Going through, like, oh, I'm gonna make a door in the floor real quick and then pop up somewhere else and then uh, make your face a door for a minute. Um, And that's the thing, he goes under, he goes down, and then he, like, makes two doors under Luffy's feet and pulls him down to, like, get him stuck. Yeah. And then he does a Tempest kick, which, and then there's just a big hole in the ground for a while. And we also, they're about to get off of Gamora, who's been taking a lot of hits, and Gamora yells, and then Chopper. Translates it of not don't get off yet, he's he's still going, and then that's exactly where the next episode picks off. Where he charges on, thinking about how much he loves Frankie, uh, much like how I get through my hard days. And <laughs> there's like a building in the way, but Z- Zoro and Sanji like blast it out of the way. Gamoram, yeah. um, he keeps going and he gets to the courthouse and collapses. And he did it, my special boy, he made it. I'm so proud. He seems pretty much done for, though.
1: Yeah, there's, they, they don't have these giant uh, seahorse things to help him out now. And it's very sad, because um, he made, fulfilled his promise. But yeah they, they, they made us attach them and immediately ripped them away from us. Yeah, no, it's pretty pretty uh, whiplash <laughs> experience.
0: In, in a very frustrating scene that happens next, we see Spandim, uh lamenting this golden transponder snail with a button on it. Uh, and how he could summon Buster Call with just a, l- a little push. And I wrote down that it's a good thing that this guy who regularly spills hot drinks on himself has it. <laughs> just in his hands. Yeah. And is trusted with it. We also see Robin thinking of Buster Call in the other room. And someone rushes in to get him, And he, like, freaks out. And he's like, I almost hit the button. Can you imagine what would have happened if I accidentally hit this button? Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn. And uh he's like, "We have a call for you. It's an emergency." and he's like, "Why didn't they just call me directly?" And he realizes his receiver's been off this whole time um and he's like, "Well, I know what this call's about, and he's like this huge cocky <laughs> idiot. he's so yeah. so confident it's going to be the capture of the straw hat so he's like, I'm going to take this call in front of Robin, and he gets the real report, and it's like he's like, "Oh, yeah, it's about the straw hats, isn't it? Tell me And he's like, Yeah, they all got in. there's at least sixty of them." There's like two thousand people dead. Half of those were just Luffy. <laughs> so that's a lot. We we see that we see the rest of like his reaction to it later. We we cut to the courthouse and see uh another ball and chain come at them, but Yokozuna rejoins the battle and protects them. Yokozuna confirmed for Smash. <laughs> Thank and, God. Yeah. <laughs> takes the ball and chain. Sanji like disappears and takes care of one of them. It's very time wasy. And then Zoro slices down the door and they split up to take down the straw bridge and get to the roof, uh, Cause well, the straw hats are trying to get to the roof to meet Luffy and the Frankie family, I think in one group is led by Kiwi and the other one's led by Mozu, I think yeah, yeah, they're going with the towers to hit those switches, and we see very little of it, but it's just like every now and then we'll check in and be reminded that they are having it's difficult, um, yeah, so that happens. And then we see Spandim react to that report, and he runs to the window to see, like, what the fuck is happening on Inus Lobby right now. Frankie's, like, laughing. He's loving it. It's so funny. I wonder if he hears 60 men and assumes it's Frank is the Frankie family. He doesn't seem... I think he, he just kind of puts it together. Yeah, he doesn't seem to react in any way. Either, like, either or. Um, Yeah. But uh, that happens. He, go- he So he runs to the window and sees Bluno out on top of the courthouse and like clearly a fight has happened but Luffy isn't visible right now. Yeah. And he's like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> God damn, I am so incompetent. Jesus Christ. Um and then we see Luffy hop back out. Uh he's fine. And they fight some more, but Luffy decides he needs something new. He needs to bring something new to the table to beat to beat Blueno. And he uh he gets into this what is now an iconic pose with his fist on the ground, legs outspread, currently on the shirt that I'm wearing. Um, thank you, <laughs> Uniqlo. Shout out to shown shonen jump line. He decided he needed to develop something stronger when he fought Okiji because Okiji is very fucking strong. So he yeah. uses his rubber legs as a pump to pump his blood up and speed up his blood flow so he can move yeah. quicker and use more
1: energy at once. It's fucking awesome <laughs> So like Two seconds before he, he Said he was gonna do this I was thinking in my brain Like I wonder if Luffy, Luffy Could like positively Impact his rubber abilities by Using like heat To like be able to stretch more and be mm-hmm. more Elastic or using like cold So he could uh like, Tighten and strengthen up and like It's not as stretchy but it's more Solid Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what he di- is doing with this He's getting hotter mm-hmm. So he can be faster, stretchier And steamier <laughs> Yeah, there
0: is steam coming off of this boy He yells, gear second Which is what it's called Second gear, either or Um, I think pretty much all the translations say second gear Because that's how words work in English um, But yeah. gear second sounds fucking cool to me uh, <laughs> We We'll see what that does Proper in the next episode when they actually do the fight. your second good, second gear good. Um, I'm a big fan of the just like, oh yeah, I guess he can. His whole body's rubber. He can do that. Um, yeah, it's it's a very <clears throat> a very cool usage of like how no pun intended flexible the power is as a mechanic for Luffy. Uh, but the next episode <laughs> starts with Spandam frantically calling Baskerville, asking for a status update on the, uh, the courthouse, and he's like, well. Pretty fucking bad, uh. Because Zoro Zoro's in there, just fucking everybody up. It takes out like everybody with one move. Sanji charges in, but by he's to clear the way for Nami. But by then, everybody's already defeated. <laughs> Zoro starts to go the wrong way, but Chopper catches it and makes a very good joke about how maybe I can make some medicine for hopelessness. Yeah. <sighs> fucking drag him, uh. In Baskerville. <laughs> Goes to attack them and stop them, but he Zoro's like, I'll take care of it. And then the Frankie family's like, no, we'll take care of it. And they do. They drag him, yeah. drag him down. <laughs> and then they all go upstairs and pretty much immediately get separated. Yeah. <laughs> that Luffy fight, though. How do you feel about Second Gear?
1: It's cool. Yeah. Though I'm very bad at how the fight ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so we'll,
0: we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. So he does that awesome that I love the pose for how he starts a second and he uses his first jet pistol and he like sort of like takes the stance with his arm back and just like an open palm, not even like stretched back from momentum. He's just like holding it normally. And Blueno's like, are you aiming? What are you going to do? And he's like, he starts to run at Luffy and he says jet pistol and does it. And it's just like instantaneously he is fucked up. Like, he launches yeah. Bluno back and does a lot of damage. <laughs> he doesn't have time to use the iron body, which is a, a very important detail about this fight, I would say, and why it happens so quickly. When Bluno's like, oh, fuck, and he looks up, L- Luffy's not even there, and he just, like, appears next to him, hits him again, and, like, the movement is so goddamn fast and really fun to watch um, him just yeah. decimate Bluno. <laughs> and he escapes into, like, a door dimension for a little bit, any remarks about like that has to be the shave how does he learn to do that already god damn and <laughs> later we hear luffy say i'm glad that i got to see you use that move i realized you were just kicking the ground a bunch yeah and it pre- like sent you flying which is like so stupid but i love it it it, it vaguely makes sense. i don't even know if it does but i like it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it makes me happy <laughs> Something about Luffy's using his, like, the way that this quote-unquote second form of Luffy, it's not really that, but it might translate that way in a Shonen trope thing. Yeah. The, the way that that connects so in- intricately to his devil fruit makes it so much more interesting to me than, like, any Super Saiyan shit. <laughs> and I love it in the way that, like, it, an amplification of his rubber ability, not just he's better yeah. at it now.
1: It's it's more akin to, uh, it, before Super Saiyan's the thing, uh the Kaioken ability, mm. if you're familiar with I'm that. I'm not. <laughs> ba- basically- <laughs> I've heard what it a lot, what, but I don't- what, what Kaioken- It's what you've seen pictures of Goku, and you're like, why is he red, but it looks Super Saiyan, that's what Kaioken is, mm. and what it is, is it's just like a quick amplification of the ki, so it's- uh, huge strain on the body mm-hmm. but it amplifies your speed and strength for a short amount of time sure and at one point there it, it could probably be applied to what luffy's doing yeah that, where that at sounds one point,
0: pretty much verbatim what the goal of cure <laughs> second is it's just done <laughs> through this rubber
1: way yeah but what like at one point there's a part where goku's like trying to take it further and further and King Kai in the, in the other world is telling him, if you do that, your body is just going to like rip itself apart. It can't handle this much power surging through you. Mm-hmm. So but if he was made of, of rubber,
2: got. yeah,
1: <laughs> if he took a, if he took a bite of gum gum, which Goku would, oh, he'd be able to withstand it. Mm-hmm. Or when you're dead, uh, pa- like limits like that don't matter in Dragon Ball. But sure, yeah, <laughs> you
0: can come back from the dead in Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, man, I can't wait to get to those crossover episodes.
1: <laughs> It's this is it's it's cool this Yeah. <laughs> I I like this being able to amp up his ability and it makes sense within like the stuff we've been presented with devil fruits is how you become stronger isn't just uh bullshit I trained and now I'm stronger with it it's learning how to innovate with that power. Yes,
0: it is so much like battle logic. It is so much thinking about like Yeah. <laughs> what are all the different implications of rubber or i can't think of another example um (laughs) i can but it's it's uh it's further ahead and we have i don't want to talk about it second gear is really good um i also just like the way a lot of it's presented is just like really satisfying to me the instantaneous like jet pistol or uh he's about to use jet bazooka i love how jet bazooka looks because he he holds his arms back like usual like as long as he can. But when he does it, like, it instantaneously, like, he just snaps to his target. Like, whatever stops him. He just, like, appe- like so quick, just is, like, right in front of him. And almost looks like he's smacking his opponent with himself. <laughs> just, like, whips to it. He goes to do this jet bazooka. And Bluno, in an act of, like, I'm a six powers master. There's no way he can be stronger than me. Is like, I'm gonna just take this with my strongest iron body, and yeah, he, he does. He takes it, and um, uh, it seems he seems to work. Yeah, he's like still standing, and he has this like look on his face. And Luffy's like, Damn, you guys are strong. Look, like, I guess I'll show you this next thing. I was gonna do, <laughs> yeah, I uh, was like, I guess I'll show you gear three. And uh, yeah. Blue No just falls down, and he's like, Oh, yeah, okay, it's fine, yeah.
2: It-
1: he got hit so hard he was like frozen, mm-hmm. and then falls over. Yeah, and that's that's what upset me. Is it's like I get I get to see two.
2: Gear no. th- yeah,
1: because he's. I think he I think he
0: goes long enough to say gear like gear three or third or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it would be gear third. Notably, like the the redness, like the steam, like gear second clearly ends before he goes yeah. to do three. I don't think he does them together. But yeah, so he clearly established like it's it's such a tease of like there is another level. This is to go even <laughs> further beyond, and he yep. doesn't get to use it because Bluno falls over. And it's 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 good. Is that is that it? Just you're like yeah. now like what the it's fuck like, is Gear Three?
1: <laughs> yeah, they 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 don't have any bullshit of like oh, there could be more, but he could take this even further. Luffy immediately knows he can. <laughs> yeah, he
0: already yeah he already has another move planned.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: which is so cool. <laughs> fucking gear third. All right. We'll get there. Yeah. Eventually, he has it. We clearly now know he has another move in his arsenal we haven't seen and it's not like Gear Second where he whips that out when it's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> he has established this to us <laughs> as the viewer. So Blue Nose defeated and it went by almost entirely in just the one episode. Yeah. Uh and before this episode's over, uh the we see the giants are coming up and the courthouse is like uh Getting fucked, and we we see that Zoro is lost by himself. Uh, Spandam is going to take Robin and Frankie to the gates of justice earlier, so Luffy has nothing to gain. And Kokoro laments how even if they fail and die and totally beef it, this is still a pretty historical moment because no one has done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Which Bluno also mentioned. And Luffy gets up on the edge of that courthouse and yells Robin's name, and she hears it. It is loud enough that her and Spandam and Frankie hear it, and Frankie's like, "Oh, he made it! He did it!" Frankie's and oh, R- Luffy yells like, "We we're here! <laughs> Let's go! <Yeah>. Gotcha!" <laughs> and then in our our last episode for today's episode, also the one I have the most notes for, um, I'm good. Good thing we like actually we joked about recording for three hours, and then like, <laughs> I set aside more time, and I'm kind of glad I did. <laughs> This next episode starts with band pissing himself like a baby and he demands that uh, CP9 come and take out the Straw Hats now that he thinks that they might actually get there to him. And Frankie, yeah, Frankie is like, you need to accept their promise is broken to protect the Straw Hats and you need to accept their help and like, get out of here, like they're here for you. And she's still very, very scared of the Buster Call and it's kind of conveyed that sh- she's like, oh, all I ever bring them is... All all I will ever bring them or anyone Is despair because she will always be this this Wanted person and like The links at which they have gone to get Her this time like that won't go away Like they will yeah if Anything they'll amp it up and like if buster call is Now what's next and it's A lot of her a lot of Her stuff is sort of to be read into because she Doesn't like talk about it yeah but uh, It's it definitely Tracks like her her decisions That she makes Um, and Frankie says I'm gonna Make sure you meet straw hat and we'll see what the fuck he means later. It's a lot. <sighs> uh, but first, um oh no, that's now. Spandam goes to take them to the, the, the gates of justice, <laughs> and we see that Frankie has started to inflate himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the the one of the reasons like Around the like Frankie... the,
0: the like the waist basically is the center point of yeah. this subsetting.
1: The the guy's like, hey Spandam, Frankie's butt is getting bigger. <laughs> And we look over, and Frankie's chained up, and he's inflating. He's like, "I've activated my self destruct. I don't want to keep going. If you yeah. guys don't run, you're all gonna die. Yeah. I'm gonna take you all with me when I die. Yeah, I just, I just realized I'm not gonna
0: make it, so I'm gonna explode myself. <laughs> so everyone runs away, and Frankie like grabs Robin with his legs, basically, and his, uh, he, he, he farts so fucking strong that he launches himself. Into Spandame's room, out the window, and, like, hits this gate, and he's on this balcony across from where Luffy is. Like, he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, But, God fucking damn, Kudabu is a real move that he has, and that's a thing that he just used. <laughs> in, like, the most, like, like all the tone that has been set up for this moment, and he's like, I'll just part really strong.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a very uh, serious thing that's going on. This whole because uh, I'm I'm gonna fart. It's fart joke. Yeah,
0: it's a good follow up to like the the coup de vent Like he like we know that he can store up air and use it as a weapon. But the fact yeah. that he has a vent installed in his butt for that
2: <laughs> is a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay,
0: we got through that. <laughs> um, so they're they're out on the balcony now, and the, it managed it. It was such a strong force that it broke Frankie's chains off because he he was just yep. wearing normal chains. The handcuffs obviously are still together, and Frankie's like holding back guards that are coming, and Luffy's really excited. He's like, "Hey, I'm right. I'm coming to get you. Let's go." I can hear that Frankie's there because I hear gunshots or whatever, and uh, he's like getting ready to launch himself up. And Robin yells, wait, I won't return, I just want to die. And it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh. And Frankie can't wrap his head around it. Frankie, who has come to just appreciate being alive, regardless of what yeah. life hands to you, because we know Frankie's backstory, he has persevered through a lot. He has rebuilt himself. Yes. So that happens, and he gets kicked, and, and as he is like, what are you doing? He gets kicked in the face by Kaku, and the rest of the CP9 members join the balcony, and they talk about how Bluno was defeated. But they all they all square up on the sledge, Lucci uh, gang, Luchigang. gang, gang. They meanwhile, the other straw hats are still trying to get up to the roof of the courthouse. The uh, the also the tower squads are going with with Me uh, Mozu and, and Kiwi. Yokozuna takes a really bad hit. Things are seeming pretty fucked everyone everywhere but wait no something good does happen the giants are here yeah they save the frog they talk about how great that frog is toga king goes down to check on the frog we see that Zoro is uh is very lost and decides to just cut his way up like wait a minute i'm just trying to get to the roof
1: i don't need to find stairs i'll just swing my big sword I like the sequence before because it shows how bad he is at navigation. Yeah. He runs down a hallway and then comes back down another hallway in the same spot. It's like, how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: also, I think he makes a joke or maybe it was just the subtitles where it was like, I can't believe they all got lost again. And now I'm alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> And he cuts up through the the ceiling the, Up into the next rooms Where it, yeah, um, like, Nami was trying to get Chopper To fight one of the
0: big ball yeah, guys Yeah, it accidentally saves them And then it also <laughs> catches them And sends them up also yeah, It's so dumb <laughs> I love it uh, Outside we see that Soga gets told Hey, all your friends are going up to the roof You should go up there too And Kashi's the giant is like oh, I'll take care of that for you <laughs> I do love that payoff in a little bit yeah, all that happens we cut back to Luffy who also doesn't understand what Robin is really saying or where she's coming from I think Jabra says like shouldn't we just go fuck him up and then be done and Spandam's like no 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 I want to watch this this is really funny uh, I really want to see Robin turn him down garbage man and Luffy is just like well I mean we're coming to save you anyway don't be silly about it Um, I think, I think he says like you can die later first we're saving you
1: yeah. The subtitles read something like, "If you want to die, that's fine, but want to die with us? Mm. Do it with, while you're with us." Yeah. And it's, it's.
0: I think it's some, some of it is almost like childish when Luffy says it, and also some of it is just like a sheer like, "We're, we're a family. <laughs> we're coming to yeah. get you, and we're here for you regardless." And he's, he's ready to go. Um, but we see Zoro's attack come through the this. The, like it's funny because it happens in the background. Like Luffy's just talking. And then this tornado attack that he does bursts through up with Nami and Chopper. And Luffy doesn't, like, he doesn't even notice it. He just continues to talk to Robin. Um, Just yeah. a, a, a good shot. So they come up, and Luffy's like, we're going to rescue you no matter what. Figure out dying later. Zoro climbs out after, and then Sanji kicks through the ceiling uh, yeah. and is like, I made it. And he does a dab, and <laughs> they uh, all yell at each other, and he's like, um, how did you get here first? And as they're yelling, in the background we just see like Soga King slowly enter the frame and continue yeah. to ascend. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's such a good it's such a good visual gag. And they start to notice. It's like he's flying through the air like a real superhero. And it's like, I wonder if he's gonna land alright. I think it happens off screen. I think Luffy is like talking or something no I think it's CP9 members saying like oh they're gathering together and we just hear a crash and him yelling off screen (laughs) and they all yell their support at Robin by how they're there for her she starts to cry a little bit so do I they all like stand up on this edge with Luffy and it's like my it's like my favorite panel from the manga my favorite scene of the whole show is them just like all lined up at the edge there and like cut to CP9 all lined up on their balcony looking down yeah, and Robin's there, <laughs> and uh, Luffy yells, "Just leave the rest to us!" And then, to be continued.
1: I, this is such a good ending. Yeah, it's <laughs> this place to stop too. Oh, well, it, I'm very excited for what could be coming. Well, okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's
0: it's a very. I love that scene so much. I love the just the the downright like they're just the direction of of those poses basically. Um, yeah, good. There's a reason Inus Lobby is, like, almost everybody's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not to say, like, it peaks here and the rest of it's work, because it's not true. Yeah. It is... Inus Lobby hits a lot of emotional beats. Yeah. In a in a very quick row. So, fuck. Um... <laughs> uh, do we have any closing thoughts? I feel like we talked
1: about it a lot. Yeah, I've... I mean, all my closing thoughts would be for the end. So where we do that gag? Oh, so, okay. Okay. Let's just jump into plugs. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. If you skip plugs on this show, a lot of people skip plugs on podcasts. At the end of every episode, I ask Jory what they think is going to happen next time. Uh, it's very good. Uh, so yeah. at least like skip, skip the plugs, but catch that. Um, but
1: yeah, <laughs> where are you on the internet, Jory? Uh, on Twitter as at NoImJory. I'm Jory. I tweet about, if I'm watching something, I'm tweeting about it. So if you want to hear my delightful insight more than once every five months, <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter, and you'll see me tweeting about wrestling, or if I'm watching One Piece, my live thoughts, or if I'm watching a movie or something, or video games, or I'm funny too sometimes. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever it is going through your yeah. head, just tweet about it. That's basically what Twitter is. is a t- stream of consciousness for mm-hmm. me, which is why it's not very intelligent if you ever look at my timeline.
0: Jory has good tweets,
1: everybody. <laughs>
0: uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I haven't tweeted in a long-ass time, because I've been very busy, and it's just easier that way, but when I come back to Twitter, yeah. I will be announcing stuff. I also might just be... I'm not sure... This episode might just come out the same week as all the stuff that I'm announcing, so I might already be back on Twitter by the time that this is, like, out. Um. Mm. I don't know. If so, please go look at all the shit that I'm going to announce cuz it's like a, <laughs> a bunch of new shows and some other big stuff that uh I could talk about yeah. now cuz Jory already knows about it, but I might I don't know when this episode's coming out. But regardless, <laughs> stay the fuck tuned. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. You can follow this show on Twitter at we are watching one or we are watching OP is the is the Twitter handle. I mm-hmm. um, I guess one of us will probably go tweet in like 5 minutes that we just said an episode. Cause that's that's mostly what it's used for, and yeah. the occasional if we think of a good one piece joke, pop up there for it.
1: Yeah, we've been having uh, Plaquas help us with the the shit posts content on there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Shout out to Plaquas. We just kind of started talking about Plaquas on this show uh, out of nowhere, <laughs> and if you don't listen to like the other shows in the Joe Cinematic Universe, Plaquas is just <laughs> makes a lot of really good uh, memes and edits uh, that we yeah. have been retweeting over there. Because they also they also do that for Got It Memorized and Interstitial, which are my other shows. Um, Interstitial has been uh, doing some one shots, which you should listen to; they're good. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck else? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I've I've got my uh, my other my other podcast, the Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast mm-hmm. (CWFP), where me and my friend Cam we watch wrestling and talk about it. Usually it's we recap the week's worth of wrestling for you so if you miss some or you want some mm-hmm. some uh insight on that uh, when this goes actually as we're recording today the newest episode went up about the first all women's pay-per-view if you think wow the people two people who should be talking about that are two man children we've got that covered for you <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it's a lot of like just talking about what it could mean predictions mm-hmm. if there's like nice storytelling themes and fun jokes about about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Try not to be grumpy, mean assholes like a lot of people who like wrestling online. Yeah, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: good, good times to be had. Yeah. If I am, I don't know when this episode is going to come out because I don't know when I'm going to get the t- chance to edit it. These episodes are long. Stay t- There might be a promo for one of my new shows at the end of it. <laughs> one of them, I don't know which, but I will say that two of the shows I am currently working on are music related. I'm very excited about them. But yeah lots of stuff in the works I think that's all that there really is to plug So what's going to happen Next time Jory
1: I I think the next string of episodes Are going to be A lot of uh, Shonen tournament arc style fighting Of each person matched up Mm. with a CP9 And then also Interstitched with uh, Robin being like Damn my life is fucked up (laughs) So we find out a little bit more Mm -hmm. Because we did find out that she was that her island was the archaeology island, which convenient. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she yeah she came up in that sort of setting. Yeah, but it, that this gonna be a nice like just showdown one on one. And I also need to know, I hope Kaku's first because they had a quick joke of it of people be like, oh, so what do you think? He's like, shut up! I do think the power's cool. Leave me alone. <laughs> so he's he's probably he's got something that's that's gonna be worth to see worth yeah. seeing hell yeah
0: well find out how much of that's true and like we'll probably release another episode this year uh that's 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 the goal yeah our our goal is like once a month or so it's just sometimes those months are busy um yeah but yeah until then to To be be continued. continued Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joe. Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting is exactly what it sounds like. Each week, we get a random Fall Out Boy song and discuss it in various ways, such as... What are its merits musically? Is it a bop? Does it have chugs? It's lyrical complexity. Sometimes Pete writes a triple entendre, and sometimes he doesn't even finish the first entendre. Does the video make any goddamn sense, though? Usually no. How gay does it make us feel? Usually... A lot of okay. games. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your personal podcatcher of choice and get a new episode every Wednesday until it kills us. Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? Honestly, it already is. <laughs>